Hello everybody, welcome back to Stripes, the Bianconeri podcast, the podcast for Juventus fans all over the world by Juventus fans all over the world. I'm Matteo with me, Tiago, as always. Hi Tiago, how are you? Absolutely happy, a lot of content to talk about it and excited because we won it again. So there's a lot of content. Uh, right, Anelis, you're definitely right. Anelis speech, so we are so happy. We're so happy to be here again. Yeah, and uh, there is a lot of things to talk, uh, and uh, we just have like 20 minutes. Uh, so let's start. We need to start about uh, the uh, winning uh, uh, in general yesterday. So the first first time in the season, Juventus uh, won two games straight in Serie A. We defeated uh, Genoa 3-1 with uh, one goal and a really nice goal by Dybala and, uh, and two goals by Ronaldo on, uh, by Piquet's. And then we need to talk about uh, what Dybala and President Yali said. They exchanged some. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Communication between them could be better. Let's say just, just like that. And then we need to uh, pay our attention because in a couple of days, we just are going to play against, against Atalanta. So let's start from the beginning. We won 3-1 in Genoa. It wasn't... I, I think it was a... a, a a nice game played by us, but let me ask you how do you what, what do you think about the game? Yeah, it was uh I think it's probably the a thousand time that we saw like Kulusevsky as as I started a day before, but when the the referee whistled the first touch on the ball, uh Kulusevsky was on the bench. So man, Honestly, Makini is becoming such an important player in this team. It's not only a, a mini guy because it seems so smart playing. He, he, he occupies the pitch properly because you went to start it as, as uh, in a 4-4-2 officially, but it was the first time actually that Alexandro played as, as a, a back player, as a defensive player on the left side. So it was... It was a nice thing because the 4-4-2 with Chiesa and Makini uh, open wide uh, with Morata on the bench while Ronaldo and Dybala was their start. It was a nice thing. And because Juventus controlled the match from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And I, it, I think Genoa shot in the target only twice. The goal by Sturaro, which was a play from Pellegrini, then uh, Piazza, then Pellegrini, then Suraro. I mean, three players for for, for nothing. So, but but Ronaldo was perfect once again uh, on the penalty spot, and Dybala scored a goal, but played better than the other matches, which was it was kind of surprised to be honest with you. But um, some players needed a better a better condition and a better match honestly Betancourt I was expecting more but he was better than before because uh, Betancourt from this season it's not the same from that season definitely uh, what do you think about this guy honestly this match well let me start from the beginning okay uh, and then we need to see uh, put some context on it I think Genoa is a terrible team okay we already said the last episode a terrible team but honestly we always had issue winning uh, in Genoa against them okay so yeah and the starting 11 uh, it was quite expected uh, I, I was since uh, Dybala was starting uh, alongside Ronaldo I wasn't I wasn't expecting Kulusevski because we know that they don't play good together yeah. because the 10 to occupy 
by the same the, the same the same part of the pitch and then i think that's the reason why he started mechanic okay because you know that uh, right now for whatever reason dibala has a tendency to go to come back Kenny actually is really, really good in making some run and occupy like a, even the, 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 the striker position. So we need something to, to be in the in, in the goal area. And I think he, he did really well. And he's becoming like one of the key players for, for us, actually. I like his energy. I like the way he played the, the, the ball. He's always active. He's going up and down to the field. So I really I like him. Going back to Betancourt and your question, actually, I think yesterday he had the first good game of the season. Okay, we expecting the yep. word from him. Okay, but uh, for whatever reason, uh, uh, he, he wasn't he wasn't delivering. And uh, but yesterday, finally, I see him having a good game, something that Rabiot honestly didn't have because I think Rabiot was really bad right yesterday, and and uh, I'm I'm happy for Betancourt because honestly, you know what? What? That happened because of the yellow card on the beginning to Rabiot. Because it seems that defensively he was a little bit afraid of another red card. Maybe, and you're right. I mean, you, and you're definitely right about that. Because the yellow card, that was honestly, oh my God, I think it was an unbelievable, Stupid. mysterious yellow card because... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you say, but uh, it looks like every time we do something, the the the, the, the every referee is as a niche uh, to to show us somehow a player the yellow card. Okay. Yeah. So going back to Betancourt, I was happy because I think after especially the game we played in Barcelona like um, some days ago, I think Arthur established himself like like a starter in that position and Betancourt. Right now, it just can be used a reserve. So right now, this is. Uh, actually can create some kind of competition between them because I really don't think they can play really good together because they kind of like the same kind of player even if like they're different they're different as a player but they kind of do the same thing okay so I was happy to see finally being active in the field not losing just a lot of ball I was happy he touches a lot of balls here and there so yeah I think he has definitely had a positive game then, uh, what did you say? Uh, Ronaldo didn't have his best game. He still scored two goals. Chiesa was absolutely really good on the on the left side. I like it. Like, he looks like he's getting along with Ronaldo really well. And going to Dybala, I'm super happy that he scored. Actually, he had a really nice goal. But honestly, if you want to analyze his performance yesterday on the pitch, really, it wasn't, it wasn't quite good, honestly. And um, But, yeah, the goal... And for whatever reason, the general, the first time they, they, they crossed the midfield, they were able, were able to score on us. And actually, it looks like Sturaro has a tendency to score against us. And uh, yeah. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you this. So I think it was actually a really nice goal by Sturaro. I don't think Chesney had yeah. any guilt on that. Indeed. Okay, okay. There's no doubt about it. Okay, okay. And uh, that's it. So, um, I don't know what to say about the game because when we're talking about the game, we need, got, we, we need to talk about what happened after the game, right? Yeah, yeah. but uh, honestly, uh, as you said, the McKinney, McKinney guy is such an important player, especially considering the fact that Dybala is always outside of the box. Yep. So, yep. this is it's such an important alternative and that changes a lot the way we play. And... And yep. Since we are we were out of of Morata with the number nine player, doesn't matter who, 
but uh, the creativity of the players, the way we we attack is so so different. Of course, it's good to have an. But yes, I agree. In, we need to, to create more. In the other matches, we created a lot of more of possibilities. Of course, Perin is not the best player. Is not the best, not the worst goalkeeper of the Serie A. But we need to try more shot even more and and honestly uh, Genoa let a, a huge space in the in that uh, uh, that area in front of the box to create to strike to to try something sometimes it seems that the players are trying to get inside the goal literally I mean come on you have to try more to strike to attack to punish them yeah. there's mistakes because every single mistake mistake that our defense commit there there is a goal so it's kind of risky yeah and i agree with you but i'm actually happy because it looks like yesterday we we were the our pace you know pace in the game our changing the ball was faster than usually actually you're right you're definitely right we didn't have many many scoring chance okay but luckily we were trying hard we were trying hard to just move around without the ball, exchange it past without carrying the ball too much. So actually I like what I see. Okay. Obviously obviously yeah. we still get we still get better than that. But honestly you see when we miss Morata uh, up there because actually when the 20 minutes 25 minutes Morata played actually I think he played really 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 well okay so we see when we have somebody yeah. yes like uh, it can be uh, we play like uh, the, the strike position as a true nine I think our our abilities get get, get, get really better so given that uh, you wanna talk about what happened after the game? <laughs> yeah, after the game, basically we we saw and heard an interview where Dybala said that mm, his families, his agents were in Torino and there were not an, a, a, an offer, a proper offer uh, to renew his contract with Juventus. He said that he loved Juventus and blah, blah, blah. As we all heard about it uh, uh, weeks and months before, even the year last last year, actually. And then tonight, I, I mean, uh, uh, this Monday night, we have an interview from, from Andrea Agnelli in the Golden Boy uh, surprise where, where he spoke a lot of things. Would you mind like to talk about it? Well, look about this. This year, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's black or white. Okay, so Dybala. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't want to say that. I, I, he, he, he just had the <laughs> one goal. Okay, everybody was waiting for that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't hate Dybala really. I, I like Juventus. So if it's Dybala is the best player, I want Dybala on the pitch. If Morata's delivered better than Dybala right now, I want Morata on the pitch. At the end of the day, I want Juventus to win. Okay, no Morata or Dybala scoring more goals or. Okay, so he, 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 I don't know why he had to say I love Juventus so much because if you love Juventus so much, you're gonna play. Do you know, do you think he was that popular opinion? You've been that popular chat. Oh, I love the club, I love the fans. It, it is such a popular way to say that uh, you're the right guy and the other guys are doing the wrong thing. Do you think about that? <laughs> no, look, I want to just put a laugh on that because. Uh, I don't even know why you're coming out with this kind of like words right now in this particular situation that we, especially right now that we, we, the world we are living for because because 
dude okay you love Juventus you love the fans you love like how the fans treat you yeah so you basically playing Juventus for you right now is playing your comfort zone because you know that hardly you're gonna get criticized by the fan because they love you okay and when you say something that I have my agent there for like uh, three months and he left without uh, Juventus asking to uh, to to uh, for a meeting, uh, basically you, you're accusing Juventus that they, they don't want you. So why you wanna bring this out there? You know what is gonna create. So tonight, uh, Agnelli it, it was uh, participating in the. I think it was the. Um, oh my god, the Golden Boy. Uh, celebration yeah. because they they, they they give an award to Holland and then they give an award to Agnelli as uh, the best uh, uh, president uh, for the European team something like that okay and they came out and of course the journalists are going to ask because you know Agnelli doesn't talk too often okay so you know that when he talks yeah. uh, he has something to say okay and the, the other funny thing you know that when he, he, they're talking about the transfer market uh, or like what happened with the team is they always said no look guys you need to ask Paratici and Edward about this they take care about that so when he's start to pick in and he has his own words about the situation you know that it's quite serious because he said yeah. basically he said yeah we love Dybala we've seen him like being a Juventus for many years and he's already a, be a captain many times and he see him being a, the, the captain in the in the for the for, for a long future and uh, okay that's nice words okay and after that yeah yeah you know but Dybala already received an offer from us he's received an offer to and uh, uh, that he was gonna be paid like uh, one of the best 20 players in the in in the world. So I actually think that is a decent offer, especially for what Dybala showed in the pitch lately. Okay. And if Dybala wanna be paid like the five best players in the world right now, okay, but what well, first of all, you should you should you need to show that on the pitch, not uh, in front of the camera or with the journalist. So I think uh, Agnelli took a big uh, a big punch on Dybala right now. And uh, I already yeah. see the for sure he was a bit slapped and and, and it's not we are not used to see a thing like that especially in Juventus. Well, but the last time we see something like that, it was with the Piero. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it's such a, a a huge huge moment because now it's time that you need to shut the hell up and show something more than what is showing out now especially especially because you know that Agnelli that I love him that okay I love him like a, the president of Juventus I don't want him never to leave Juventus okay and so uh, whenever there is a, like a rumor that he may be moved to the Ferrari presidency I'm actually scared about that but you know that uh, Agnelli is stubborn okay and uh, when he says something that is the thing so you know what happened with Del Piero Okay, I don't take any any side on that. I think they both were right and they both were wrong. Okay, if we can say that. You know what happened with Conte. And you know that when uh, the time that he left Juventus, you know that uh, Agnelli put Conte in his black black book and Conte was never going to come back. And you know that Conte was eager to come back to Juventus like uh, one year and a half ago before we choose uh, we pick Sari and there was actually people in the in the front office that won Conte okay but Agnelli uh, said no and when he said yeah. he said no it's a no so right now with this thing I don't see I don't see the situation getting better for Dybala right now so but who knows we're just gonna to that. sit down and wait and see 
Yeah, especially if you consider the fact that uh, Andrea Agnelli uh, at least uh, went out with Dybala as a friend. It happened in Turin. He went out when Dybala had had his problem with personal uh, personal life and problem with his rights about with his agency with, and right. and Agnelli went out with him as a friend. And now this, it seems really, really weird. Yeah. Especially uh, considering now, for example, next match will be against Atalanta. And both Argentinians, both number 10, had problems in their, their own teams yeah. right now. You're right. A different problems, right. different situation, but it's a problem. Yeah. Well, look. Let me say the final word on that. Like, uh, and because the criticism on Juventus is, oh, well, if you if Bale get paid like an Abu Ramsey, you need to get him more money. Okay, guys, it doesn't work like that. I don't see like that. I, maybe the Bale is seeing things like yeah. that, but okay. But if you're gonna give the Bale, let's say like 12 million euro, okay, even if. Uh, I guess he was asking more than that. Okay, you need to give the league 25. You need to go. You need to give Ronaldo 55, maybe, right? So, and uh, yeah. But, yeah, so honestly, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't, honestly, after this, I don't see the Bala stay with Juventus for a long time, okay, actually. Or maybe I don't see the Bala stay with Juventus after this season, okay. And, uh, but, I, you never, you can never see something. I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to, it's a it's particular situation, like, like you said, and, uh, Hopefully, I, I just hope that Dybala is going to pick some better people around him because I think he needs a better agent, a better interagent around, around him. I, need, I, need, I think he needs to be advised better than what he is right now. So, yeah, 100% agree. So, we need to go back to talk about Serie A. Actually, um, we're happy to see the Milan quite slowing down a little bit. They did tie against, I guess, uh, home against Parma 2-2 in a game where they eat like a two-post and two-crossbar. It was quite a believable game. And, uh, but at least uh, look like look at the, um, the lucky star maybe is uh, is taking like uh, some kind of education. Let's see how, how much he can do because they got like uh, some injury because you know that uh, Ibrahimovic is injured and yesterday they pick up more, more injuries like with Benassar and Gabia. So they're being a little bit short right now. Inter won 3-1 in Cagliari. So right now there is Milan and there is Inter three points behind and we have in position with Napoli and we have like a six or seven teams in, uh, in six uh, or seven. A Serie A really, really nice this year, this year. Now we're gonna go another game tomorrow against Atalanta. Atalanta coming from a, a really good win against Fiorentina. Fiorentina that they look like quite terrible, okay? And uh, you already say something about what happened with Papu. It looks like Papu may leave Atalanta in January because it looks like uh, 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 Atalanta picked Gasperini over Papu. That actually I don't think is a bad move from uh, from Atalanta. And uh, I don't know what to expect because Atalanta definitely wasn't was a it wasn't as uh, as consistent as last year. But after they were able to advance to the 16, they they got this nice win against Fiorentina. So maybe they get some shape back, and it's definitely going to be like a, a a tough match for us. And we know that we always struggle against them. Yeah, and people usually think about Atalanta with, uh, as an open side where 
will be attack, attack, attack battle. But this season, Casperini tried something different to be more solid back there in the defense. And this is a, a, it's a conflict inside uh, the locker room because they like to attack. They like they have a lot of offensive players and this this different way of playing. It, it's it's different, and we still have to to see how we face them because it's not the same as before. And we can't do a match like last season where we won two one or three one. I don't remember. I think three one, where Iguain scored twice. Yes. Yeah, Iguain scored twice, and then Dybala. It was such a bad performance. Even if we won it, it was we we didn't play a good match, honestly. Uh, but this time it's different. Every match is different, and right now we are we're in a moment that it's time to to march thing, march things up. Honestly, uh, a victory after another. We need a streak. We need a streak, and and they're not in a solid way, in a solid moment. So this is the time where we need to show our our strength against a yeah. big team. Yeah, definitely agree with moment. you. And. Uh... Uh, and I like actually that we we are more like a resource with that that we can they can let us play more vertical and I think Atlanta struggle a little bit when they when they find something facing them they play more vertical okay so you, having Morat in your team having Chiesa I, I mean even Ramsey could be look really important in this game and I think if we're able to go vertical we 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 definitely gonna have some chance to score and they're always gonna give some scoring chances you know that if you start sitting back and moving the ball not vertical but horizontal between uh, defense with defense or midfield with midfield they're gonna pressure you and they you know that they're gonna do it actually if for 80-85 minutes so it's it's quite dangerous doing this against them so we'll it's see really a nice what is and um, you have any expectation for the starting 11 or any prediction or, or I you think want to just say that uh, that you want to I... see a tie between Inter and Napoli <laughs> no that, that I, I won't comment about it honestly but I think this time Alexander will rest because Danilo rested which is a nice thing and because it's a tough challenge considering Gosens, Hatteboe they're, they're offensive players they hey, they can be really dangerous and It's a good test for our players as well, our defense, because we're trying to to stay uh, solid back there. So of course, that conceding a goal to Surato it's not uh, it's not a good thing. But this time <laughs> it's different, and, and this is this is the moment, honestly. Okay, so let's see what's happened, and uh, guys, just tune in and uh, follow us on the social, follow us. Uh, on the follow the, the podcast listen to us download the Radio Bianconeri app and uh, you will find a lot of more content out there so you want to add anything Tiago? yeah we'll be here to talk about this match also next episode so be sure and stay stay safe control yourself and uh, let's win it perfect okay it was a great pleasure as always and as always fino alla fine forza Juve